Hi, my name is Alexis Stengel, and I'm currently a first-year student at the University of Virginia. For this podcast, I have with me my father, Nick Stengel. Thank you for being here. Thank you for allowing me to join you and join your podcast, Alexis. So this project is for my English class on citizenship, where we've covered many questions and issues surrounding citizenship and one's place in society through things like readings and discussions. And so today, I'm excited to talk with my dad about his experiences having lived in many different countries, being born outside the U.S., and how all this has affected his current life and identity. So to start, uh, I know you were born overseas and have lived in multiple countries. So could you first give a brief history of where you were born and have lived throughout your life? Yeah, of course. And the, the first part of this is to be aware that my mother, your grandmother, uh, was born and raised in Greece uh, and was a Greek citizen uh, until she became a naturalized U.S. citizen. Uh, and she met my father when he was in the military stationed in Greece. Uh, and that's where they met. So uh, fast forward after their meeting, I was actually born in Germany. Again, my father being in the military was stationed in Germany. I uh, lived there just for a couple of years as a baby. And then we moved to Greece. Uh, where my mom is from and where her family, her parents, all her siblings, cousins, et cetera, were from. And we actually lived there for 13 years, um, most of it in Athens, seven years in Athens, but four years in Crete, an island, uh, with the largest island of Greece down in the uh, south of in the Mediterranean. Uh, so I spent from the ages of two to 13 uh, in Greece, so sorry, 11 years in Greece. Uh, from there, uh, we moved to England uh, and lived there for three years. And then when I was 16, as a junior in high school, I moved to the U.S. for the very first time ever to live. Now, I had visited the U.S. Uh, two times for a total of maybe three or four weeks, um, doing more tourist stuff, Disney World, that type of thing. But uh, at the age of 16, I actually came to the U.S. for the first time uh, to live and go to school again as a junior. Uh, from there, I graduated high school, uh, went uh, to college. Uh, lived in the U.S. for about four or five years through college, through uh, initial years of work. And then when I was about 22, I moved to England for work uh, for three years. And that's when uh, I was at that point married to your mother, my wife, Lisa. Uh, we stayed in England for three years. And then after that, came back to the U.S. and have been in the U.S. in different cities throughout the U.S., but in the United States uh, for the last, whatever, 15, 20 years. Perfect. Thank you. So uh, you mentioned you lived in Greece for a lot of your childhood. And I know that you went to an American school while living in Greece. So I wanted to ask, having attended an American school, but still speaking Greek with your family, you're still immersed in Greek culture outside school throughout your time living there. How do you think this divide of things like language, food, religion, and general culture affected your childhood? Yeah, that's a very good question. So I was born as an American citizen because my dad is American. Uh, but then at a very young age, kind of the more formative years, uh, I was living in Greece. Uh, we lived in in Athens. All my friends were Greek. I spoke Greek almost exclusively when I was outside of school. So with my friends, with my family, uh, everything we did in the household was really revolving around Greek culture again, because my mom as the housekeeper being Greek, 
kind of drove all that. So all the foods we ate, I was Greek Orthodox. I am Greek Orthodox. So the, the church we went to, my friends, all my cousins, my aunts and uncles, my godparents, my grandparents. I truly was Greek, even though I don't look Greek. I'm, I'm blonde-haired and light-skinned, which is pretty atypical for Greeks. And yet I, I truly felt like I was Greek. I My first words were in Greek, and that was the predominant language that I spoke in the predominant culture that I identified with. But the interesting juxtaposition is that I would go to school and I went to an American school. And that's why I speak English as I do. I don't have an accent. I learned English from day one with an American accent because that's the schooling I did. So it was always an interesting dichotomy where I would be in school with other American kids speaking English, learning traditional American history, American way of doing math, obviously the language, a little bit of the cultural stuff. There is something that does happen in the school you know, the music, the what's popular at the time. But I got just a minor, minor dose of it because predominantly everything I did was in the Greek culture. So it was always kind of an interesting kind of divide where I was sort of in the middle where I didn't truly fit in perfectly in either place, but I also was able to navigate both cultures uh, simultaneously. Yeah, it definitely seems like it could be difficult to balance those different cultural backgrounds. Being born to... In Germany, to Greek and American parents, you also could have pursued German and or Greek citizenship. And I know you chose not to. So did you make this decision because of any obstacles faced to obtain the citizenship or for any other reasons? Yeah, that's actually a good point. Um, So I was born in Germany. I have a German birth certificate (laughs) to this day in my filing uh, cabinet. And I was born to a Greek citizen, so I, I I had an opportunity, if I'd chosen to pursue it, to request green Greek citizenship. Uh, but I chose to do it neither. Uh, initially, it was my parents' decision, to be honest. Obviously, I was just a child, an uh, infant. Uh, but then, as I was approaching the age of 18, I wanted to continue my career, obviously. And the, the problem with either Greek or German citizenship, uh, they both had mandatory military service uh, for all men. So if I had chosen German citizenship or Greek citizenship, I would have had to have served in their military. Mm-hmm. And by that point, I had gone to school, you know, in American schools. I wanted to go to American college. Uh, and the idea of joining a, a foreign country's military, uh, just I felt it was not going to align with what I was uh, hoping to do. Plus, the, the other part of it is I, I did want to become an officer. In the U.S. military, you're not allowed to have dual citizenship. You can if you're enlisted. Uh, you can be a citizen of both the U.S. and another country. In fact, you can be. You don't even have to be a citizen of the U.S. to, to serve in the military, except to be an officer, to be commissioned. You have to be a U.S. citizen and only a U.S. citizen. So for those reasons, uh, I didn't pursue it, just knowing where, what I wanted to do with my life. Yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. So then you didn't pursue Greek citizenship. Were there any sort of problems or obstacles you faced either internally or externally in Greece with your family or friends because you weren't a citizen? Like, was there that cultural disconnect because you weren't a citizen or did you find that it didn't really make that much of a difference? You know what? Fortunately, as as a child, when I lived there, it was typically not an issue, uh, especially with my friends. Uh, I spoke and I still speak Greek uh, very, very well, fluently, with minimal accent. And again, even though I do not look Greek because of my fair skin and my, my blonde-ish hair, uh, I still understood the culture, understood the foods, and obviously spoke it very well, went to church. I, I could very easily navigate a Greek culture 
for sure with people who knew me, my friends and family, but even with, with strangers. And just a, actually one quick, interesting side story. Uh, when I lived in Crete, my mom had me, uh, I, I'd asked to, to go learn German. And then it had really nothing to do with that I was born there. But I wanted to learn mm-hmm. another language beyond just Greek and English. And we, we chose German. And I was going to a a, a, tu- a school. And after after school, Greek, it's called Frodi Studio, basically a tutoring school to learn German. And I remember the kids were always so fascinated how well I spoke English and the commonality between German and English is very, very close. If you speak English, it's pretty easy to also learn German. But they, they would always ask me where I learned my Greek because my grammar was always just a little off. Even though I spoke it very well, very cleanly, they could tell that I was not a Greek kid because my grammar was a little rudimentary. By this point, I was in sixth grade, so I was speaking more like a first grader or a second grader, I guess. So there was there was a little bit of that that I had to navigate, and I would explain to them that, you know, my mom is Greek, my Ameri- my dad's American, that's why I speak English so well. And oh, by the way, I go to an American school and not a Greek school. So there was sort of a disconnect, but it wasn't too, too difficult for you to navigate that culture. Not at all. And again, I, <laughs> it's, it's because I was able to live both worlds that it was, it was not a shock. And I, I was able to, to navigate it pretty well. I'm glad that came easily to you. So then skipping forward a bit, uh, when you married my mother, who had lived in the U.S. her whole life, and you began to live with her in the U.S., had kids and so on, did you notice any changes or sort of shifts in your self-identity or connection with your Greek heritage? Yeah, it's interesting uh, you asked this, and I, I've thought about it quite a bit as we as we, we discussed doing this this podcast and me thinking about this idea of citizenship, especially having lived in both worlds for so long in my life. Growing up as a kid, especially when I was in Greece, but even, by, even when I moved to the U.S. when I was 16, uh, obviously I'm an American citizen, so if anybody were to ask me, you know, where are you from? The simple answer was always, I'm, I'm a U.S. citizen, I'm American. But if, if I wanted to go deeper, if I had more time to speak with someone, it would always be far more complicated because I really identified more as a Greek. I mean, uh, the, the food I ate, the music I listened to, the language I spoke, the church I went to, everything had been defined by me being Greek. And again, it wasn't intentional, it wasn't deliberate, it's just that's the way it was. That was the household we had, that's where I lived the majority of my years, and that's kind of the structure I had. And again, that, that continued really through high school and even when I went to college. By this point, I'd been in the U.S. three years, four years, five years. So it was slowly changing, but still fundamentally, I, was, I felt more Greek than American for sure, despite my citizenship. Now, that changed quite a bit and, and meaningfully more quickly once I married your mother uh, and we moved in together uh, and started building our own household. So she's American, has only lived in the U.S. until we moved to England, but at that point only lived in, in the U.S. Uh, and she does all the American typical things, the foods, the music, the, all, all the stuff that you quote-unquote consider uh, a typical American. And it was through that, uh, then having you, having your younger sister. And at that point, I very slowly but meaningfully pivoted my identity more towards being an American because I now had an American wife, American household, American children, to the point that today, if someone asks, I'm going to say, look, I'm American. Uh, If I have a bit more time, I'll explain that I was once raised in Greece and I speak Greek fluently, but by no means do I identify as closely to my Greek culture uh, as I did even 15 years ago, 20 years ago, just prior to you being born. So after talking about all of this, can you touch a little bit you talked a little bit about this earlier, but can you talk a little bit about how all of this has shaped your understanding of citizenship 
and what that concept means to you today? Has it sort of changed from when you were living in Greece to now? Do you ever regret not getting the Greek citizenship or are you content sort of with how everything turned out? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I'm very happy where I am now. So by no means, there are no regrets. I I kind of wish I had kept in closer touch with my Greek roots, especially since, as you know, my mom, your grandmother passed away a few years ago. And my connections, other than my brother, your uncle, have gotten weaker and weaker. Uh, I obviously still have aunts and uncles in Greece. I still have my cousin. So there, there's still some some connections to Greece, but they're much weaker than I personally would have liked. And, and to be honest, I, I would have liked for you and your sister to also have gotten to know that, that culture a little bit better, the language, the food. You, you, you know it a little bit, but nowhere near like I did growing up. Yeah. So if there are regrets, there is a, a bit that I didn't keep that up. Now, as far as kind of what it means to be a citizen of the U.S. or Greece, I, I, I mean, at the end of the day, what citizenry means to me is that you are a good productive, valuable member to your community. Uh, and sometimes there's a label attached to that. You know, you are a citizen of a country. But but really, and I don't want to get too too fluffy with you, but at the end of the day, we're citizens of the world, and we're just trying to do what's best for our local communities, regardless of the label that's attached. So whether I was living in Greece and being a good kid, doing good in school, doing good with my 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 neighbors, my friends, or what it means today, I don't see much difference whether I'm, I would have mm-hmm. been a U.S. citizen or a Greek citizen because it really matters what it means to be in your community. Perfect. That was a great answer. So that was actually my last question. So I want to thank you for taking the time to talk about your experiences and changes throughout your life. And I also think it's interesting to think about what your life would have been like if you had decided to pursue Greek or even German citizenship and whether that would have dramatically impacted past decisions and probably would have affected my existence now so again thank you for being here to share your story with us today yeah i enjoyed doing this alexis i'll be honest i've never really thought about this like this i but i actually enjoyed kind of going down uh, i'll say memory lane reminiscing thinking of kind of the, the what ifs um but i've enjoyed this thank you